Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining with me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Miggy, just when I thought 2020 was finally getting its shit together, mm. these new Sixers uniforms are trash. Don't say it. Don't say it. You don't, you don't like they the jerseys, suck. huh? Mm. What do you think? I had that initial reaction also, and the Twitterverse seems to have that reaction too, but honestly, it's growing a little, it's a growing on me a little bit. The black... I think looks sharp. The boathouse row, I like that, but also it's like, is that super iconic for Philadelphia? But you know, the thing that really did it I for me. I don't think people know what that is. <laughs> I know, most I people definitely do not. I don't know. The TTP in it is just so obvious at this point, and it's like clearly ah. a thing, right? We, we, think, we think that's a thing, right? I don't even think it's subliminal. It's right? Like, it it's liminal. <laughs> um, I guess I thought we'd be getting the Four Seasons Hotel, and instead we got Four Seasons Landscaping. Listen, I... And it's just... <laughs> I just thought, like, everybody, we were teed up to believe that we were getting the throwback Iverson jerseys, and they were like, nah, nope. It truly... Too easy. Truly, I mean, I'm definitely in the minority on this, but I just didn't love that jersey, you know? I don't know why, I just didn't... That era is obviously special, but it's nostalgic. It's, it is. I just, I don't know. I just never really loved the way it looked. But um, it's cool that Ben spent time talking with Allen Iverson about mm-hmm. the design. Uh, I like that. Definitely. Speaking of Ben, is it going to be awkward if they trade him and they all have to wear this ugly jersey that he designed? Well, uh, funny that you should mention that because uh, there's some reports out there that Russell Westbrook and James Harden aren't sure about the direction of the Rockets. And Mm. seemingly that might mean that they are on the block. And uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but Daryl Morey uh, definitely has experience with James Harden, has very little experience with Ben Simmons. Right. And uh, I mean, this is obviously a very like, common spicy take but i mean i feel like the the stars are aligning a little bit and you w- would you do harden for ben straight up I, it's interesting that you asked that because i was having a little conversation with some some of my buddies from atlantic city and uh i just it kind of i had a flip of the switch and i'm all in on ben for harden because i think about this right right now and i think if you if you listen to the Sam Hinkie interview and then also just generally the Daryl Morey interview, is that windows of opportunity do not open up very long, and it becomes a question of do you want like sustained success, or do you just swing for the fences right now? And you know what does Daryl Morey really know about, and what does anyone really know about how Ben and JoJo and how they're going to work with Doc Rivers? I mean, if you can have like a tabula rasa almost and have James Harden and Embiid, that's, I mean, we're automatic contenders, I feel like. Yeah, I'm actually really surprised to hear you say that. I thought you would say no outright because uh, you love your guys. But Harden for Ben is a no-brainer from the Sixers' point of view. I don't fully understand why the Rockets would do that. I feel like James Harden guarantees you 50-plus wins on his own. You can just put a cast of anyone around him, and Ben doesn't. Uh, obviously you brought up the complicating factor, which is in the meantime, if Harden demands a trade, then they're going to have to act quickly. Um, and Ben Simmons is like a classic 
young star yeah. you can build your team around, like someone that you can project to be very, very excellent. And Young, marketable, needs his own team. I mean, yeah, sure. I just don't I, – I don't see it happening. Can I tell you what I see happening? Yes. This is like – I think the Maury move that we're going to see is he's going to throw everything not named Ben or Joel at one of these aging elite-ish point guards. So, like, the Pelicans are are clearly list- listening to offers on Drew Holiday, um, Chris Paul. You know, there's buzz about, you know, would Toronto be open to Kyle Lowry? Mike Conley didn't work out in Utah. And I guess, are there any of those guys that you would be open to trading, you know, like the Horford plus Josh Richardson plus Matisse kind of trade? Would you accept that deal for anybody? We are at the Shake Milton Minute. And what I would say is that of those that you said, it would be... Shake is not on the table. (laughs) Definitely not. It would definitely be Chris Paul. Uh, He has two years left on his contract. Uh, I don't love Mike Conley. I definitely don't like Lowry. Uh, CB3 seems like the one, if I had, if he had a gun to my head and I had to pick one, it would be him. Yeah. I just don't know how there he's going to really um, jive with Ben Simmons, though. Just personally. Yeah, it's bold. Uh, and there are also rumors with him to Phoenix. The only other name that I forgot to mention that I'll throw out there that feels very potentially Daryl to me is Oladipo. Only because... I think he could be a bargain out of that group. He, he, that might be the one trade where they would accept a, a Jay Rich, a Horford, uh, maybe the 21st pick. Is, I mean, is that really what the Sixers need? Another guy with a bad injury history? His like leg is going to explode on contact once he lands in Philadelphia, don't you think? It's just like I, I do think that that would happen, <laughs> yes. Explosion on contact. 